everyone, and welcome to the South Point Podcast. Thank you for taking the time today to listen. I hope you will enjoy these life-giving stories. For more information, check out our website at www.southpoint.tv. Now, enjoy the podcast. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the South Point Podcast. I am your host, Carlos Tello, and I am excited to bring you another great episode. It's been a little while, but I'm happy to be with you guys today. And today we have a very special episode for you all, and I'm so pumped to introduce our guest. But first, a man who needs no introduction, but I'm, I'm going to give him one anyway. Do it. PC is in the house, everybody. What? I'm, but I'm back home. You are back home. Vanilla you Thunder. let me be on the podcast in like a year. Oh, come on. <laughs> you were like, it was like two months ago. It was two months ago, but it feels good to be back. Pastor Craig Wendell, everybody. Woo! A.K.A. Vanilla, Vanilla Thunder. Thunder. How's it going? Oh, that's going a great right. name. Isn't that a good name? <laughs> that's, a good name. <laughs> that's my wrestling yeah. name. Yeah, that's good. Do you, do you, would you wear a mask? Are you a masked Vanilla Thunder? Or no, you don't you cover just, this up, bro. You don't cover it up. No. But you have to go full mullet because that's yeah, that's good yeah. 80s, 90s wrestling. It's just full on. Yeah. Full mullet. Yep. Full mullet with the Craig belt buckle. I yes. That. Yes. That was a story. That, that was from that, way back. My way aunt back bought home. me a brass belt buckle when I was a kid. And it, honestly, it was about that big. Solid brass, and it said Craig in it. And the minute I would unbuckle my pants, it was so heavy they would just shoot to the floor. It was hilarious. I wore that thing for a long time. Can't well, hide, you want to tell everybody who you're talking? Who, who's? Uh, oh my god! You want to tell everybody who's who you're talking to over here? So I have with me one of my very best friends. Um, his name is Josh Turner, and we met a while ago on one of the refuge fishing trips, and we just kept running into each other here and there, and finally it was like. Oh my goodness. How about you come hang out with us? <laughs> yeah. And now we're part of this thing called 1010, which is yeah. really cool. It's a maybe you can tell them about yeah, that yeah. in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he's just used to pastor in Orlando, Florida, mm-hmm. and now he's with his family outside of well, Are you in Atlanta? Are you inside we're the right, loop? So we're right out of the perimeter okay. of Atlanta. Yeah. That's the big term there in the yeah. perimeter. That's a term. Yeah. Out of the perimeter. It's a big circle that goes around the city. And so it's like big if you're inside the perimeter yeah. or outside the perimeter. I'm an outsider. Yeah, I'm not raising my kids in the city of Atlanta. That's that's chaos. <laughs> are you are you called something? Are you like uh, what's the Japanese term outside of gaijin or whatever it's called? Yes, yep. I wish I had a cool name, but no. Just you white. could say gaijin. Did you say gaijin? Gaijin. Yes. No. So it means outsider. I've been trying to get some nicknames gaijin. to stick, but I can't get anything. I don't know. Gaijin might no. be good. No, I really like the guy from Winter Soldier. His name's White Wolf. I think I mean like that could go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just think it'd be awesome. You're like, what's up, White Wolf? And I'm like, yo, what's up? That is better than it that. Better ring that hey, Guy Jean. What? Yeah. Guy Jean. I'm a guy. Guy Jean. Person last name. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Josh is with that, me. That's so awesome. Welcome, Josh, <laughs> Thanks, to the podcast. Man. Thank, Thank you guys for having joining me. us today. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't go any further without saying everybody. Carson is with us today as well. Our next gym pastor. How's it going, buddy? Hey, man. You all right? I'm doing swell. 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 Well. Okay. Well. Thank you guys for being here. I know it's. It is a Saturday. You're going to be speaking tomorrow yep. to the people, and it's going to be so exciting. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm not going to go any farther without talking about this, though. There's there's some some news since we've last talked and recorded. Carmen died. Yes, Carmen did die. I yeah. heard it was an overdose. Is that true? I hope not. He had, like, cancer and stuff. He was, like, sick. Oh, Oh. Craig but just immediately assumes it's always overdose. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. OD. Everything. <laughs> immediately. But that's a great way to start a rumor, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I heard on the podcast I heard that, yes, Carmen has passed. People will be died. burning those CDs left and right, dude. <laughs> you better be careful. 
Carmen so, sales massively declined. <laughs> is it too soon to make any Lazarus come forth jokes? Oh my mm. gosh. Lazarus. It's too soon, isn't it? Josh, what is your favorite Carmen song? Oh, well, you have to understand, I wasn't a Christian always. Okay. And so I was, when Carmen was real big, I was listening to Dave Matthews' band selling peanut butter jelly sandwiches at weed concerts. So <laughs> Were you really selling sandwiches? Oh, no, no, I was like, that's no, awesome. No, no, dude. What a great no, story. I was a pothead at I the time. Had... I, w- I wasn't putting the effort into making a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, so I, like, when Carmen and all that was big, I was not, uh, okay. yeah, I was. Did you ever, like go back once you were in the so i had a really hard like so when i got saved i went through this like uh i'm a man of extremes my wife says so i'm like i'm not listening to any secular music this is of the devil and so i dude i had such a hard time finding christian music that i like (laughs) you know what i mean like and so i would like if i would hear carmen i'd be like oh god no and i would just immediately like turn off the only saving grace that i found uh in those early years was david crowder David oh, Crowder man. was my early like, David Crowder band yeah, was dude, fantastic. just unbelievable. So they sounded cool. enough like Dave Matthews at the time that my hippie behind <laughs> yeah, was into it. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Carmen in the Christian world was like Menudo. Mm-hmm. Oh my Menudo? gosh. Yeah. Ricky Martin. Strong yeah. reference. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Menudo. Little Menudo. That's, no? that's so good. He is. He's, he's even got <laughs> <laughs> He's the Christian. He's Menudo. a Christian Menudo. That's great. Yeah, I I've I'll, never, I've I also thought you were gonna say something like super serious, and then you're like, Carmen died. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the world is burning, oh, and he know, starts with Carmen died. You yes. know, well, let's talk about Carmen. That's the thing, though. Like we could we could sit there and and just beat to death what's in the news currently. Oh gosh, because it's just it's so like in our face all the time with everything we do, right? Yeah. But I'm like, no, let's, no, no. Don't we got to come with the. We got to bring the important stuff here. Yeah. Yes, only the best for for the South Point podcast. <laughs> that is that's Carmen. Look, he, I hey, I grew up. You know, I did grow up in church, so it was like DC Todd and Carmen. Oh so, yeah, you know, yeah. It didn't, music didn't get good till like the two thousands. Like yeah. Christian music was really bad for a long time. Very bad. Michael W. Smith. Mm-hmm. You know, Stephen Gershaw and Amy Grant. Now and that he had Carmen, the Carmen has passed, I feel bad because a couple years ago, yes. the Gaithers. Oh my gosh. She's a big Gaither my wife, fan. My wife is sitting over here off camera. She's a she's all like like tatted up and all this stuff. And then, hey, what do you want to listen to? You got some Gaither? It's like, uh, one of these things is doing their own thing. <laughs> only deep tracks. Like from the tracks. office, that's all I think of. Gaithers, deep tracks only. <laughs> don't, give, don't give me anything that's like radio. No. No. Deep tracks. Um, I do have a fun fact about Carmen. He he was originally when he became like when he got saved, he was in Vegas and he was literally invited by Bill Gaither to go on tour with him. So there's a fun fact you probably didn't know. Wow, that there. would have changed everything. That, oh. Yeah, <laughs> Carmen <laughs> with the Gaither Gosh, vocal so band. Much fun. Instant wow. salvation. Mm. <laughs> Instant, Instant salvation. Instant. Like that's all you need. Yeah. Here, here's this cassette tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Listen you, to these. Play these. Call people. At is the that what you time. would do? Call people to the altar. Here, here's a cassette tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we we give out fresh star books. We got the little books. Yes. No, no. Here's a here's, here's a, a, Carmen, a Carmen cassette. Here's a Carmen cassette. Tape. Forget that scriptural crap. <laughs> Check this cassette out. Also available in eight track. Oh, oh, God. the eight track. You millennials don't even know what an eight track is. I actually have an eight track player at home. You're full of no, no you don't. I do. He bought it for nostalgia though. But in all fairness, I'm a DJ outside of this, so I like collecting old, broken down pieces of machinery and watching them live out their glory days. Those were the worst inventions ever. With the big how many songs uh, fit right in the middle? How many of... songs were on an eight track? Eight tracks. Only eight. Eight tracks. I just said that out loud, didn't I? 
I would have. I didn't. I would have asked the same question. Uh, yeah, I yeah. never thought about I, I it. Like, I, <laughs> and then as you said it, yeah, and, and Patty shamed see, you just I, by I holding up. Numbers. I know. I, I like. I looked over. She this Patty's off camera too, and I look over. She's like eight. And I'm like, oh yeah, eight track. It makes sense. Golly, that all fit together very well. It's man. been a. It's been an early day. It's been an early start. Well done. Well, let's just go ahead and get to it. Uh, Josh, again, thank you for being yeah, here. Man, and I just absolutely. want. I just want everybody to. Just kind of get to know you a little bit better because normally when we have a guest pastor come in, mm-hmm. uh, we might not see you for another year or we yeah. might not see you for a while. And it's just the way things well, go. Craig right told now. me it depends on how I do. Oh, well, yeah. yeah that too. I mean, he said, if you blow it, we're never talking again. Yep. So. Well, we'll talk, but it'll always be, hey, shaming. you ready for me to come back? No, no, not not yet. Have you worked on your. Hey, remember when you blew it last time? <laughs> you remember when people renounced the Lord in front of your sermon? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yes, so we good. will have Josh yeah. back. Oh, and yes, I have yes. actually heard him speak before. So. Okay, good. Yeah, he's actually <laughs> okay. pretty darn good. So he didn't bomb that time then, because you obviously no. invited him to come. Because you can watch him on the internet. On the oh. interwebs. On the interwebs. On the interwebs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've watched his messages. He's not watched any of mine. Oh. So. Because I like it live and in person. I just feel like it loses something on the internet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel it more in my soul when I'm there in the room. Yeah, so I've I been waiting for the real thing. I, I I would say that, especially about Pastor Craig, and I always say it, like, you are much better live, or even even watching you is better because you're so animated. Uh, a guy at work might listen to you, and he just listens to the like the audio version. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? We're on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, we are on YouTube, everybody. Come on. And Roku. You know? we and we're on Roku, Roku now. Channel. That's a big deal. And getting ready to have an Amazon Prime channel. Really? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Crazy. We have an app. We have an app. We'll just get it all out the way. We just, We're know, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. TikTok. We're TikTok. on TikTok. I hope it's just viral videos of you dancing. It is, oh, actually. That's just, all it is. Just videos of Craig dancing. Carson, we got yeah. to get, get this going. I mean, there are a lot yet. of dancing videos on TikTok. But one of Craig, like he just dancing like he's got no bones in his body. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like that. Just like that. I wish we would have had the camera set up that, you know, your little scare, scare prank that happened to you the other day. Well, Carson was supposed to set up a camera, but the scare tactic was in a bathroom. And so, yeah, and Carson got me. I, I give full props. I mean, it was like a well-done prank. Um, but I told him setting up a camera in the bathroom, that's a whole other level. It would have been of- a blink security. It only would have gotten it when there was motion. So all I had to do was just get like that one scare and then I could have just turned it off and then it wouldn't have been weird. Uh, it's just saying camera in bathroom is already yeah. weird. Yeah, okay, so you were saying my that bad. Josh- all right, anyway. Well, since we don't we, we I'd like to give people South Point just a little bit more insight and yeah. get to know you type of deal. So uh man, just kind of you know, what was it like growing up? Where where are you originally from? Uh Greenville, South Carolina. South Carolina. Yep. Lived there. Then family moved to Jacksonville. Dad worked for the railroad. Uh, was in Jacksonville the majority of my life. Uh, graduated high school. Went to Florida State University. Lost my mind there. Lived in a fraternity house for four years. Wow. Don't recommend that to anybody. <laughs> my son's like, my son's graduating high school uh, this year. He's like, I might go to Florida State. And I go, no, no, you're going to go to a convent. Like, it's just like, that's for, that's all for women. Nah, it's cool. We'll, we'll make it happen. And uh, so I went to FSU, no plans on being in ministry ever, was not serving the Lord, uh, have a degree in economics, minor in business. Uh, but I grew up in church. So it was, yeah. it was kind of like, you know, you grow up in church and I was telling uh, Craig and Patty 
last night. Like you fight on the way to church with your family. Your dad looks at you and goes, you better act right. Yeah. And then you get out and you go to church, you act right and you go home and you know. Uh, so I had all that like kind of built in me. I had a really great youth pastor uh, growing up, but man, when I left for uh, college, I just went off the rails and uh, my, I mean, I'll tell everybody this is not, it's not a secret. My wife uh, at the time was my baby mama. She got pregnant when we were in college. Um, many people don't know this, uh, so I'll just tell your church because they can see it. it was a one night stand. Nice. Yep. So she, we uh, were at a concert together. Once again, I go back to the concerts. And um, <laughs> what concert was it? OAR. You remember OAR? They used to sing a crazy game of poker. Oh man, <laughs> I do not remember them. Uh, they were like a jam band okay. type deal. Yeah. Um, once again, not making great decisions in life. Um, and so, um, yeah. So we we she showed up three weeks later. She's like, I'm pregnant. And uh, so we've been married now 17 years. And that's how I know the Lord's real, yeah. is that we haven't killed each other uh, and that we like each other and that yeah. we're still married. And so we have, I have two kids. Um, I have a son that is uh, 17, about to be 18, graduate. He's going to go up to Montana where Craig and I go to refuge fly fishing. He's going to go up there and intern awesome. for a year um learn how to do man things and then i have a man, man, man things. things he goes i have to like take care of livestock i don't even know what that means i go you're gonna be shoveling manure <laughs> he goes you know i gag easy i go yeah it's gonna be awesome <laughs> like i'm gonna come up there and i'm just gonna set up a lawn chair watch you shovel manure and gag and laugh that's what i'm gonna do that's gonna be my parenting and uh and so i have a a little girl she's 13 uh she's severely special needs wheelchair tracheostomy feeding tube uh, sleeps on a ventilator at night. She is the 12th known case in the world of a rare genetic wow. disorder. Yep. So that's actually what made us have to move to Atlanta okay. is uh, we lost all of our Medicaid in the state of Florida when she got her diagnosis at, in 22 years ago. Yeah. So there's a lot that you learn uh, parenting a severely special needs child. Yeah. And we spoke sign language for the first seven years of her life. And then she started speaking. Um, and then you know, backtrack a little bit. So I ended up getting saved at a church mm -hmm. on a Sunday. Well, yeah, I wasn't sure if you were saved yet. I was like, no, 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 two no, years no, ago. No, and we're not no, saved no, yet. No, uh -uh. Maybe so, I'm rethinking what? you preaching Sunday. <laughs> yeah. huh? Woo. Book of second so hesitation. You're, like, you're talking about fighting in the car with your family. Was mm -hmm. it just like, like, was it a chore? Like, oh, it was. Man. No, I mean, like my parents, I have great parents. I have a great relationship with them now, but they were, when I say they are super Southern, um, they are super Southern. And so it was very much the way I grew up is like, uh, you're going to, and I, and as you can probably imagine, I was a little bit of a handful as a kid growing you? up and yeah, a little bit. And I may have had a mouth on me. You know what I mean? You? Yeah, I know, it's shocking, isn't it? <laughs> I'm so even keel. Oh. So even keeled. <laughs> so, um, so they were just very much like, uh, you do it the way we tell you to do it. And it was because I said so like, this is, this is what we do. And, uh, you know, and it was just, it was your typical, we grew up at a Methodist church. Um, I grew up at a Methodist church. I had a great youth pastor. Um, but it was just like, there was, there was no talk of like a relation, like a relationship with Jesus. You know what I mean? Like it was, yeah. it was kind of like, this is what we do. We go to church on Sundays because this is the way we were raised and right. this is the way we do it. So I would say until I was, so I, I really, uh, recommitted my life. I was 23. Um, and so recommitted my life to the Lord at 23 within two years, I was on staff at that church, um, which I don't understand how they hired me after two years. And so literally when I was like, I started volunteering with, uh, student ministries, 
And uh, I told the youth pastor, I was like, this is a real story. I go, hey, man, I go, I'd like to start coming and volunteering with the youth. He goes, yeah, man, that's cool. You can come and hang out. Like, just don't talk to the kids or anything. Because I was still, like, kind of sketchy. You know what I mean? Like, like, hey, man, you can come and, like, spend time with the kids. Just, like, don't interact with them at all. Just stand over there in the corner. corner Yeah, just just go sit in the corner. And uh, so, man, I just, I started, (laughs) I started volunteering. Eventually got hired. um, Eventually got hired as the. That's how we got Carson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could tell. I could tell with that mustache. And, um, and so, uh, you never trust a man with a mustache. And, um, and so there's someone with a mustache listening going, wait a second. Um, became the middle school pastor, high school pastor, uh, then started a college young adult ministry. And so by the time I left, I was one of the executive pastors at that church. Um, then my wife and I felt called to Orlando. So my pastor that we were still connected to sent us to Orlando. We planted two churches in downtown Orlando. Um, ended up my daughter losing her Medicaid. We left the state of Florida, wow. gave them to a friend, and moved to Georgia. Yep. Gave the churches to a friend, not your daughter. No, not her. No, she's not ready to pastor yet. Okay. Well, actually, I think she is. She, I think Jesus loves her more than all of us. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now. So I think she does. he yeah. does, too. I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to actually preach on her tomorrow and, like, what you do when God doesn't do what you think he should. And that's kind of the, that's, you know, my wife told me one time, she goes, the Lord has trusted you to be a teller of hard stories. And you, you kind of don't want that. You know what I mean? And I have a big tattoo sleeve of the book of Job. And my buddy goes, well, you're an idiot. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You put Job on your arm. <laughs> he goes, so I'm like, yeah, I guess. Maybe I should have done something better. Like John. Like you know John. What I mean? John. Just I love. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I love your tattoo. That tattoo come before your daughter, or was that? So I didn't have any. Uh, t- no, I didn't have any tattoos, and so um, much to the dismay of my parents, like when when I had when we had our daughter, it was kind of all of these uh, moments that marked us on that journey that I didn't want to forget. So the first one I got like a one in Hebrew on the inside of my arm, uh, which are very muscular. Um, it says, <laughs> Hardly hurts at all, right? Hard, dude, just, good just... Lord. Jeremiah 29, 11. So I got that. And then um, I always said that I wanted the faith of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego that said, our God can save us. And even yeah. if he doesn't, I'll never, yeah, yeah we're, we're still good. So there was this moment when they had to transfer her to the hospital, to a ER, uh, to a NICU, because we had her in a new hospital that hadn't had that built. And I was walking by the nurse's station. And I just remember this very uh, clear moment of saying, Lord, whether she lives or dies, I'm with you. And so I get choked up. So I have Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego uh, up here. And then um, there's a verse in Job, uh, this is Job chapter 40, verse seven. And a kid said this. she had gone back in the hospital and I was leading a, a youth retreat and I was just angry at the Lord and so mad. She was back in the hospital and this kid I, I took on the retreat. His dad was kind of like one of my mentors. And he said, he goes, it's like, I just hear him out the corner of my, like just hear him out the side of my ear head. I don't know. Sure. Over something. there. Yeah. Over, over there. Yonder. He's in the distance. I hear him. And, uh, yeah, more? He, he said, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm going fishing with him in a couple of weeks. Are you really? Yeah, he's, a, That's he's the other thing. Josh knows everybody he's on a really, the planet. He's so. a really good friend. Uh, but uh, so he said, it's like in Job chapter 40, verse 7, where God says to Job, guard your heart like a man, for I will question you and you will answer me. And so when I hear this kid say that, I felt like the Lord said to me, people are going to watch the way that you walk through suffering. And like you need to do it in a way that brings me honor. 
So then I got that tattoo. So then I have uh, that, and then I have Job lamenting before the Lord, and then I have the two verses uh, at the end of the book of Job where God responds to Job, and he says, who is this that darkens my counsel without words of wisdom? And, uh, and Job says, it is I, Lord, I spoke of things I did not understand, things too wonderful for me to know. And so in everything, I try to remind myself, if God is doing something that doesn't make sense to me, it's not because God is not good, it's because I don't understand it. And so I have that as a you know a reminder, and I've got some stuff on my other arm. But so when you did the tattoo sleeve, are you familiar with the old? And this is not a joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Old Testament um, custom that they used to do with their staff. Mm-mm. So one of the one of the customs of, and I think tattoos. I think this really fits the tattoo culture in Christian world yeah. right now. Um, one of the customs that they had, and not, when you read the Old Testament, check this okay. out. What they would do is they all they were given a staff as a young man, mm-hmm. and every time they had an encounter with the Lord or something marked oh. them, they carved something in the staff, and that's why. Oh, and that's they cool. would hold it wherever they. So a young man would hold his staff at the very end. Oh, okay. Middle age, and that and there's a um, scripture in the New Testament where it says Jacob was old and was leaning on the top of his staff. He was at the end of his life, oh, and God cool. had marked him that whole way. And they have all these carvings. So even when David goes to kill Goliath, yeah, it, it says and his staff, you know, his sling oh, and his that's staff. That's cool. So they go, they went forward into battles and things, remembering what God had done for them. So surely He'll do this as well. Oh man! So even the well, the Lord has delivered me from the tiger and the bear, yeah. the lion and the bear. He will also deliver me from this. And so the staff was their picture. And so a man always carried a staff with him, and it was marked with what God had done for him. And so your tattoo sleeve, yep. I, I think of it that way because yeah. I've heard great stories from other people's tattoos, yep. and it's just God marked me with yep. this. And the whole debate of whether you should get a tattoo or not, I yeah, just I grow did. up. You I, know did. I mean, whatever. I did. But, I mean, when when I got them, I went through and did so much research on that because I was a pastor at the time, mm-hmm. and I didn't want like, and you kind of know the response you're going to get from certain people. But like I did a ton of research on why it says that in Leviticus and Deuteronomy and everything. And so I finally came to a place I tell all the, when I preach, I said, listen, I have tattoos. I said, do I think that I'm going to get to heaven? And Jesus is going to be like, you tattooed me on your arm. How dare you? Are you kidding me? And Job, my lo-. like I said, do I think he's going to do that? No. Could I be wrong? Yep. Like, but I don't think so. You know, and so that's but I'll still be in heaven. Thank <laughs> yeah, you very but much. I'll still be in heaven. Yeah. So but I always just point people to Revelation where it says Jesus had yep. tattooed on his thigh, yep. King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So if yep. Jesus can get a tattoo while he's in heaven, yeah. That people debate whether there's animals in heaven, are there tattoo shops in heaven? Just a thought. So. Just because I told you I want that one on my neck. Man, <laughs> nothing says love like a neck tattoo. Just <laughs> yeah. saying. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I took that was a question weird, way no, sideways. So, yeah, fine. so that that's a lot of like who I am. So right now, I like I said, I live uh, outside the perimeter in Atlanta, awesome. and and uh, so I work for uh, a few different organizations. I work for uh, One Hope, uh, who South Point uh, partners with. I help raise money to get kids the gospel all, all over the world. And uh, Carmen cassette. And Carmen cassette. Well, yeah, I mean, is it yeah. even salvation if you don't <laughs> give them a Carmen cassette cassette tape? And then uh, I work for ARC, which is a church planning organization. And then I'm an executive pastor at a church in Los Angeles. So I fly out there every six weeks. And then uh, during the pandemic, uh, me and a buddy started a business uh, called the 1010 Project, which Craig's a part of. And so it's a year-long program to help pastors uh, stay uh, healthy in ministry. That's awesome. Yeah. So I kind of do all that sort of stuff. That's a major statistic, right, with pastors yeah, yeah, right out because they, right now they say that there are seventy percent of pastors uh, said that if they could do anything else, they would. 
And, wow. and so you look at it and then, I mean, just, uh, Craig and I were talking about last night. I mean, we've had so many friends just make boneheaded decisions and, you know, none of us are past making a, I'm not past any decision in a bad moment on my worst day. And, uh, and so I think guys just need some help surrounding themselves with the right people and some counseling and, and all that sort of stuff. So that's what we try to do to help guys stay in the, stay in the game. Yeah. Cause nothing's more heartbreaking, at least oh, for me dude. to right. hear of another pastor friend oh, yeah. that has yep. either fallen or unfortunately committed suicide. Yep. I mean, it's just like, it's almost like, okay. So Josh last night was telling me about someone else that I know that, um, fell off the wagon and it was just like you get this feeling inside you of another one mm-hmm, yeah. you know it's like how many are left yeah <laughs> you know how many are left and it's just it's sad so that's why i love 1010 because it's an opportunity for like-minded pastors to get together and um i've told this to patty before when we get together with the 1010 guys probably my favorite thing is it's not church measuring which you get in a lot of when you get pastors in a room it's almost always church measuring almost always and this group of guys they get together and there is that just it doesn't happen you know we just talk we have real conversations of course we laugh and goof off because that's just life yeah that's who we are um yeah that's who we are Mm -hmm. but the conversations get real about just your manhood and who you are and your Mm -hmm. family and not the church is something you do 1010 is a great opportunity to get together and just say, well, yeah, but this is who I am. Yeah. And there's a, there has to be a difference. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you guys do so much. It's not like you're just coming in on Sunday and then you walk away for the rest of the week. I don't. Or do you? I don't know. <laughs> you know, but that's, you know, that's the thing that's though. Like I there's a, a I think there yeah, is a perception with that. And, and maybe like for a smaller hometown church, that might be the case. But I mean, there's so much you guys have to do, and there's so much yeah. pressure. I couldn't imagine being in your position. I just, I just, I wasn't you, called for that. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it, I tell people like uh, Craig and I were talking about again last night. Like, I, I spend time with a lot of young pastors, and I'm like, you want things that you think are like really good for you. I said, but you don't understand yet that they're actually a burden. Mm-hmm. And you like desire the stage, and you desire the platform, you desire all these different things, but you don't understand the toll that that takes on you not even just emotionally, but like spiritually, physically, mm-hmm. all this stuff. My wife did some research and said, I don't know if you've heard this, that uh, 30 minutes of public speaking is the same on the body as eight hours of manual labor. Like what it does to like no. your adrenal glands and everything else. Um, she could have just made that up to make me feel better about <laughs> things. But um, but that is, I mean, because when you're done public, if you've ever done, if you're listening and you've ever done public speaking or you just want to sit in a dark closet, dude. It's rough. I yeah, mean, when I weird. when you come down off of that high, yeah. really, um, I, and Patty knows this. Um, Sundays have the potential to be Sunday afternoons mm-hmm. are the potential for the greatest opportunity for your greatest mistake. Oh, hundred percent, and the greatest opportunity for you to fall into a pit of depression. Yep. And it's almost like the greater the Sunday, the greater the depression. Mm-hmm. So our Easter was really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, this yeah, last Easter, we, we had, I mean, it was just a fabulous Sunday. People gave their heart to the Lord. Yep. It felt so good to have people back in the yeah. building together again. And um, Sunday afternoon, I told her, I said, I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. I, this is, I just, she wanted to talk and stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to talk. I, I just, and she gets that now. I mean, we've been married yeah. long enough that yeah. she doesn't freak out. Why not? Yeah. What's wrong? She's like, go to your corner, son. Um, but it was just the height of that. Yeah. There's just a bottom that I think a lot of people don't. Well, it's get. crazy when you, I mean, you and I see the same doctor, but like 
she and I were talking about one time, she goes, the amount of pastors when I do their lab works and their, that have blown out their adrenal glands. And what ends up happening is you, you end up almost like a drug. You end up chasing that high or you end up chasing that moment and your body wasn't meant to sustain that. So eventually you can deplete your adrenal glands and that's what makes you just like feel like garbage, make poor decisions. Like, oh, it's crazy, man, the, the toll that it takes on you. And you have multiple, we have multiple services here. So it's not like you're one and done. You have to do it twice. And yeah, now we're down to pre COVID. <laughs> pre COVID, we're three, three. services. Yeah. There was a point where we had four, yeah. right? Yeah. Saturday and the three. I'm not sure how many you do, Josh. But we had, yeah, we had at the height of it, we were doing four and I was going back, back and forth. And so I'd literally get off stage, get in the car, drive to the next one, get out the car, walk on the stage four times. Just wow. Back and forth, yeah. That, that's not the Lord's plan for anybody. <laughs> no. Have you ever read the book? Um, yeah, Josh, Josh's plan. Josh I'm going to grow this reader. church. Have you ever read the book? I'm sure you have. Um, Leading on Empty mm -hmm. by Wayne Cordero. Yep. That's the first book that helped me realize, put together the chemical imbalance yep. that can happen yep. from pastoring and speaking. Because I was raised, you were Methodist, so bro, I got you beat because I was yeah. raised Pentecostal. Nice. And so everything is spiritual. Yeah, everything's a devil. So everything. Yeah. So if I'm yeah, feeling depressed on Sunday afternoon, it's yeah. because, well, I need to go pray more. I, I you know, which only heightens that. Yeah, because you're fried. Pit. Yeah. I don't want to pray. Yeah. I want to eat ice cream and play video yeah. games. Yeah. And that's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sit yeah. on the back porch. Yep. Stare into the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say? It's just darkest before it goes pitch black. <laughs> <laughs> I've and been you there. You can't like just get off stage without being because people want to talk to you mm -hmm. afterwards and everything. So you have to keep that on. And let me let me make while. this clear. And I know Josh is this way too. I love people. Yeah. And I oh, love yourself. talking to them and their stories, whether they're good or bad, you yeah. know, depressing or uplifting. I love that. I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful time. So it, it's just, it's a constant outflow. And so when you're doing that constant outflow, you need, you, it, it depletes you. I mean, there's no other way to say it. I wouldn't change it for anything. No. Um, Cause it is a calling and it's beautiful and I love it. And it is, it's my life and it's great. Um, there's just, there's just, it's a, fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> there's a Lord's chips. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, well, hey, thank you. Thank you guys for what you do. Yeah, man. Uh, those of you listening out there in your cars, at work, whatever, pray for your pastors, uh, even the youth pastors. Yeah. Yeah. Now we don't need prayer. Now, okay, they're really, <laughs> we're good. They're still young. It doesn't matter. Their bodies uh, haven't betrayed them yet. <laughs> you know that what hurt. I mean? That yeah. hurt. Yeah. Uh, Josh, what what was like? What originally got it got you into ministry? Like, I mean, you talked about. Yeah. Were you like? Were you the like getting in trouble, like big time or anything uh, like that. I mean, I mean got arrested we, a have like, times. we have like some drug, <laughs> we have some drug dealers in this room. Yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. So. Well, yeah. Uh, so I, uh, not you, not you. So my thing was, okay, if I get out of school and I make a lot of money, then life will just kind of be complete. Yeah. And so I got out, uh, of college, well, uh, Beck and I got married, uh, and I went into sales for, so I was a, um, basically a relationship manager for this headhunting firm. So my job was to build relationships with um, different CFOs of large organizations. So if they need an accountant, they would hire our firm to do that. And man, at a young age, I did really well. Like, um, you know, at, at, at 23, 24, I was making six figures. Like, Holy yeah, I mean, like it like did really well in it. And, and 
and I was just, we had built a house and I remember one day, like I went out and I was like, I play guitar. So I went out and bought a guitar and the new iPod. I was like, daddy's got money when he came home. <laughs> and, um, but man, I was just miserable and I didn't know why I had zero idea why did not think it was the Lord. And Were so you attending church though? No, still, nothing. Not at all. No, not at all at this point. And, um, I mean, I can remember driving to work. I'd have to wear a suit every day, literally crying in my car on 95 having no idea why, like didn't know what I was supposed to do. Didn't know how to find out what I was supposed to do. And if I found out, I didn't know how to do it like that. That was where I was. And, um, I went out on a business call with this guy that I worked with and, uh, he said, man, tell me about yourself. And he was the center fielder for Florida state. So I'm like, there's no way this dude didn't party. Like we don't know each other at all. And, um, and I, he goes, man, tell me about yourself. And I go, man, I still like going out and partying a little bit. I still smoke a little weed, you know, like go out and get hammered. And I go, what about you, man? And this is what he said to me. Like, and I'll never, and I can tell you the hallway and what it looked like we were standing in. He said, man, he goes, dude, I don't want to be weird. He goes, I just really love the Lord and I love Jesus. And I wanted to say, oh, I believe in God. But my previous sentence was, I'm still taking bong rips. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, so it was just like this. So, I, it messed with me. And now I know it was the Holy spirit, yeah. but at the time I'm like, so I went home and I told my wife, I said, uh, Hey, this guy said this to me today at work and it really bothered me. And she goes, we'll start going back to church. And I go, okay. So, uh, just a lesson, uh, of churches in the South, the majority of them, I know not South point when you are 23 years old and my wife's two years younger than me, 21 years old. And you walk in with a, um, one-year-old slash two-year-old and he had to have leg surgeries when he was born my son with casts on both of his legs um church people can be judgy and no. uh, yeah they can they can be judgy and so we tried all these churches and man it was like nothing felt like we fit and you felt like people were looking at you weird and so i went back to the guy i worked with and i said uh i said hey man i said you said this to me like it really messed with me. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he was like, yeah, dog, come on. This is the <laughs> Lord. Like he knows what's happening. And, uh, and so he goes, well, man, why don't you come to my church? And I go, all right, man, we'll, we'll, I'll give it one more try. Like, and so we go in, my son had just gotten his casts off, uh, for the last time. And, um, so we go into this church and remember I grew up Methodist and this is, we're going into more of like a charismatic non-denominational church. Okay. So it's like the haze is pumping, you know, this yeah. is early two thousands too. So, I mean, it's like, it's going, man, the intelligent lights, people got their hands in the air and I'm like, Oh cool. This is a cult. Like that's what I've walked into. <laughs> like that's, that's what this is. And I can remember, uh, I was standing on the right side of my son. My wife was on the left and I was standing watching people worship. And they had their hands up and I had my arms crossed and I'm looking at them and I'm like, okay, this is obviously not what I'm looking for. Like I, I need a hobby that if I had a hobby, then I'll be like complete and I'll have this sense of like, you know, I hate golf and I, apparently that's what you're supposed to do when you get older. I'm still rejecting that I notion. Too. Yeah, no shame. So like, I'm just like, this is not what I'm looking for. And just so happened in that moment of worship, I turn and I look at my son and he had um, pushed himself up on the seat. And uh, was standing with both his hands raised. And dude, I lost it. Like, lost it. And, you know, I tell people all the time, I said, some people like, when Bruce Willis and Jason Statham cry, they look cool. Uh, when I lose it in a church service, they're like, that dude needs help. And, um, and so... 
you know, all these years later, uh, the best way I know to articulate it these days is I felt it was the first time that I had felt grace. And I felt like the Lord said to me, son, I know where you've been son. I know what you've been doing and I'm just glad you're home. And dude, I cried the entire service. Like I'm in the parking lot. I'm like, we're going to never leave in this church. <laughs> My wife's like, get in the car, get in the car. Like I'm making a scene at this point, you know? And so I went back to the uh, guy that invited me to church. Um, and I tell him what happens. And this guy, he ends up becoming the youth pastor at that church, leaving the, the business we worked for. And then he mentored me for two to three years. And I eventually took over as the youth pastor when he moved on to plant a church. And so, wow. yeah, dude, it, I mean, it's awesome. still like it, that is the, that is the moment for me where I'm like, you know, and then the way I knew I was called to ministry was I was the middle school, pa I wasn't the middle school pastor yet. I was just, they asked me to do middle school on Sunday mornings. And so there was this one moment I had uh, 15 middle school boys and I was speaking I don't even know what, you know, I didn't know how to preach. I didn't know how to do anything. I gave it to middle school boys, yeah, but there was this moment and they're, they're all sitting still and they're listening to me. And it, it, and it was this weird moment where like, I don't want to like out of body sounds weird, but it was like everything kind of paused. And I said, like, this is weird. Like they're all listening to me. And, uh, I felt the Holy spirit say, because this is what I made you for. And so I was like, I told my wife, I go, I'm going into ministry. And, uh, I called my dad and, uh, I go, dad, I go, I, I'm going into ministry. My dad goes, well, how much are they going to pay you? <laughs> and so, uh, I go, well, dad, I'm gonna have to take a quite a large pay cut, <laughs> quite a large. If you were doing six figures. Yeah, dude, I, 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 I got, I got, a, I took about a 60% cut to go into ministry. And, uh, and my dad, my literal call to ministry uh, my dad's response was, and you're a damn fool. Yeah. That, that was my, that was my call. Well, I'm doing it anyway. So, you know, <laughs> thanks, what? Dad. thanks yeah. dad. That's uh, like my dad but he, as well. yeah, he was just so worried about like me not being able to provide for my family and, and that he always provided for us really well. And so it was just that, that was my, as we're all sitting here crying, um, like that was my call back into the church and then my call into ministry. And I've been doing it now, I think for 17 years Man. yeah and i was that's at the, awesome. i was at the same church for 16. 16 years. Yep. yep that's incredible yeah man. um you, you mentioned art churches and that's we are a part of art mm -hmm. yep. you want y'all want to tell people about art because i'm not sure we really ever have talked about that on the podcast arc is an incredible church planting organization um so they walk you through they helped us we would not have planted south point like we planted it if it was not for the arc um, they, they give you the nuts and bolts and the tools. Mm -hmm. I mean, you still have to do it obviously. And it's right. a hard road. It's it, church planning is not for the faint of heart no, or the lazy. If you're, if you're lazy, you ain't planting nothing, but the arc will give you the nuts and bolts. They give you the resources. They give you the relationships mm -hmm. and the business plan to make it happen. Um, we always say you can plant a church one of two ways, the stupid way or the arc way. Yeah. And so we, we thankfully planted the Arcway. I mean, there's guys in this town that um, planted and have chose not to plant the Arcway. And it's, it's a struggle, you yeah. know, can they do it? Well, yeah, but like, why, why would you do the hard road and not at least take the easier path that's there? Um, so yeah, we still support Arc, obviously um, we pour money into Arc and then Arc gives money to church planners to help them plant mm -hmm. and so you think about it we're investing in how many churches are they up to yeah, now do you remember God, josh know, dude. 
I mean, yeah. A little over a thousand churches. So you think about they planted a little over a thousand churches. So there's a a little, let's just say a thousand churches like South Point doing ministry in a thousand towns all over the United States. And that's just in the United States. There's more overseas Overseas, that are different numbers. Ireland and all that. Yep. So we love the ARC. They're great. That's awesome. Uh, Josh, thank you so much for sitting here making us all cry. And yeah, Yeah, this is the first podcast I've ever cried on. So (laughs) I do what I can. Wow. Okay. That's so good. Uh, really look forward to uh, what you're going to bring tomorrow. Uh, we'll be there for both services. Uh, nine o'clock, ten fifteen. Nine and ten fifteen, uh, baby. I'm pretty sure that everybody won't hear this by that time, but they'll hear it afterwards. Uh, but we are not done yet. Not good. We're gonna have a little bit more fun. Okay. Uh, we have this little thing we call a lightning round around here. Yes. All right. Belly up, baby. <laughs> um, I've already asked you some of these questions, but you can answer if you want to. But Josh, uh, what was your first concert? Oh, my first Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Nice. Yeah, I've seen him five times. I'm a fan. I've seen Garth five times in his heyday, though. Yeah, because he's heyday. different now. Like, yeah, like now he's 90, got like, like yeah, early 90s. Yeah, early 90s, man. My Garth first Brooks. Christian concert was Carmen. Okay. Name of it was Sundays on the Way. That was oh, the name of the oof. concert. Um, put my, the first, tomorrow. <laughs> my first secular concert was In Excess. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Carson, I liked wanna... in excess. Oh, like mine was uh, Creed, and then my second go, one was go stand gosh. in the parking oh, no, lot. I got a better one for you. I got, a, I got a way better one for podcast. you. So the top three in order of guys all saw them in a year was Creed, the Chris Tomlin God of this city yeah, tour dog. when it came to FedEx. If you're not a Christian, if you don't go see Chris Tomlin right. at least once, and then after that <laughs> was Hinder. Was what Hinder? Who is Hinder? Was uh, better than me? Lips of an angel. They had they opened for Nickelback, so I, I went to see Nickelback, but Ooh. Hinder was the so Hinder not quite Slipknot. No, 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 no. I've worked with Slipknot, but I've never seen them live. Like I've never seen them as someone sitting in the audience. So wow. Creed, you should be ashamed of yourself. Oh, dude, I own that with a badge <laughs> of honor. Hey, so we're this is a true story. So we play in our church in Orlando. Uh, Scott Stapp lives in Orlando. Really? Yeah. Um. So we get this is like the third month in. We get an email from a lady. Uh telling me that God has brought us to Orlando for me to bring Scott Stapp back to the Lord. Yes. What do you do with that? Um, you welcome him with arms wide open. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Tip of the hat to you, good sir. That was good. <laughs> yeah, it was. And well I'm done. like, how would I even go about finding Scott Stapp? You know, so it never, it never came to fruition. But I just remember that's one of the weirdest emails I've ever gotten in my life. You are Scott Stapp's hope. Well, go ahead and put not the Lord, (laughs) just you getting him back to the Lord. And I'm like, all right, weird. That's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, I listened to Creed in high school. So that was something else. What was your first concert? Uh, DC talk. Miss South Coliseum. Nice. Yeah. That was a good one. It was, it was really good. Um, All right. uh, What are you currently reading? I am currently reading. Um, I wish the I'm reading a book. So one of my favorite authors of all time, I've, I've been telling Craig about him is a guy named AJ Swoboda. Uh, so he has this book called after doubt and it talks about, uh, he lives in Portland, like what he sees of millennials deconstructing their faith and how he sees them coming back to the Lord. He's also written two other books, um, the dusty ones and, um, glorious dark, which is about Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of resurrect resurrection week. It's really, really good. So I'm reading his after doubt book right now. Uh, and then I'm reading a book called the gray man, 
which is basically You're listing multiple books here. Yeah, you, I, you and Craig have Josh. Josh I, I just I so I'm always trying yeah. to read a leadership, a fiction, and a spiritual book at the same time. So that at night I read the fictional books to help me fall asleep. The Gray Man is just basically like uh, he was a, a Navy SEAL and now he's out for revenge, just killing everybody. Yeah, that's you know, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. Like so. John Wick, but with a uniform. Jack yeah. Reacher, John Wick. Yes, all that sort of stuff. with a uniform. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anything about revenge, I'm in. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. So very, very spiritual and scriptural. <laughs> yeah, very. Someone want the Lord to handle it? No, I want John Wick to handle it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. I'm reading The Sentinel, uh, which is a Jack Reacher novel. And Yeah, you did. Yeah. Do you read Jack Reacher? I don't. I need to. Yeah, they're pretty good. He told me about an author that I'm going to yeah, check. Jack Carr. Jack Carr. I'm yeah. going to check him out. Um, I'm reading a book. I'm doing, okay, so we're doing a series, a message series in October on the end times. And I will not be preaching in that series. <laughs> and so I have been doing a lot yeah. of studying for that. Um, one of the books that I just finished this week is called um, Raptureless. And so it's a very interesting read. And so I'll even, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm, I'm even going to preface it with this. No matter what you believe about the end times, come listen and let's learn together. Um, but no matter what you believe, you have the right, I say this a lot, yeah. you have the right to believe different in certain That's areas true. from me in this yeah. church. And you can still go here. You can belong before you believe. As long as, you know, we have our our four, right? We have, you have to believe Jesus Christ is the, the son of God. He's the only way to the father. You have to believe he came back from the dead. You, you need to believe that the Bible is the word of God. So there's some things that you, you we take a bullet for. Mm. Um, and rapture or no rapture, um, pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, a praetorist view, a futurist view, a dispensational view, none of those are listed in our... Um, yeah, you have to believe this. Yeah, yeah, you have to believe this. It yeah. doesn't matter. So you can come and disagree with me. Yeah. That's totally cool. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, so I've been doing a lot of... Well, since you kind of put that in my ear a couple weeks ago, and I've also been reading a little bit more and studying about that because I'm really fascinated now. I'm like, well, this might be on something here. Yeah, I've read Matthew chapter 23 and Daniel 9 and Daniel 7 more than I've ever read it in my entire life. Yeah. It's just but some pretty interesting stuff. That's good. Yeah. All so right. that, that's, those are my two. I've got others, but I don't remember because I'm horrible with yeah, book names. I never remember anything. Yeah. Carson read anything over there? Carson doesn't read, do you? I do read. Youth oh, pastors good. can read, just not very well. <laughs> I'm hooked on phones. Graphic novels. <laughs> graphic yes. novels. Dude, I'll tell you right now, if they made if they made a, like the, the gospels in a graphic novel, oh, my oh they gosh. do, yeah. They it's do called the action, action Bible. Bible. The action Bible. Yep. My oh, son has one. My son. Yeah. Yeah. Oh goodness. I didn't get that. That was I grew up in a Baptist church. I'll, I'll tell George um, let you borrow it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna teach on that next week. So I have reset. Uh, by Nick Hall. I've never read his book, but I've heard him speak several times and I thought I'd see what it is. It's actually pretty good. And Unfollow, which is the book by Megan Phelps Roper. It's the granddaughter of uh, Fred uh, Roper or Fred Phelps, the leader of the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh, yikes. Um, it's really cool because it's kind of like a, it's an all tell. I mean, yeah. she's, and there's stuff in there. I mean, he was a civil rights activist in Topeka. He actually is from Meridian, Mississippi. Really? Grandfather, and he won the mayoral award for like, like for uh, inner city violence. I mean, he won that. For, so he was that violent. No, like he was the one, like he was a lawyer. <laughs> you are a violent champion. <laughs> and he was, he was such a huge activist for inner city and the whole Brown versus board of education. I mean, they, he was very highly held mm. for like 20 years. Yeah. And then he had this change from when we got picketed by them a couple of times. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
our church in Jacksonville. It's a really cool story because it's it's from her perspective as the granddaughter. So it's a really yeah. cool story. These people are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they are just yeah. a little bit. All you have to do this is this is the technique. If you have people with motorcycles, you just have them surround them and then just rev their engines the entire time. That's kind of how we handled that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I should pass that on to Ken. Ken Hubbard pastors. Yeah, one of my buddies. He pastors in. Um, washington state and he got picketed by them and it was yeah. quite the yeah it's it was, a spectacle it was rough it yeah. was rough the motorcycle yeah, is pretty a good. great idea yeah. yeah i'm reading the book of ephesians because he asked us to do it yes First we're chapter. going through ephesians yep so chapter those of you out chapter. there uh, listening hope you're reading along it's on the app it's on the app we have an app <laughs> come on uh hey josh what uh when you're not working how do you like to spend your time hunting and fishing hunting and fishing it's easy. Yep, that now is asking mine. what his favorite is now what's your favorite duck hunting yeah ask him who he duck hunts with once a year the robertsons from duck dynasty yeah, that's awesome yeah yeah it's he it's, hangs out with phil and Kay. i do yeah they've become good friends and they ask me to come out every year my family goes and it's pretty cool yeah that's to awesome. hunt with those guys and that was a fun TV show. It yeah. was, dude. They're, I mean, they really are great yeah. people. Like we've, I guess we've been friends with them now for probably six years, and um, they're really just great. I'm good buddies with all the brothers, and they're just really great people. I mean, they yeah. are who they are. Yeah. So, yeah. I texted awesome. Josh one time, actually a few months ago, and I said, "Hey, man, what you doing?" And he sends me back a picture of him and Phil in a boat duck hunting, and I'm like. Okay, that's cool. I can't ever do that. Send you a picture of me and my dog. What are you doing? I'm sitting on the couch. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um, I'm actually going to let Craig try to answer this for you. Okay. What number are you on the Enneagram? Oh, we talked about it last night. Yeah, he's a three or an eight. Yeah. Depending. Are we Okay, so we had a really okay. good conversation about this. All right. So a three and an eight. A three is, um, you know, we're achievers. We want to accomplish stuff. We hate to lose. We're very competitive. You're a three? I'm a three. Okay. Because you're saying um, we. So. Well, we're the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and this was the conversation. But in eight, you know, in eight is um, I, I always say they're the snowplow. Yeah. They're a snowplow. They'll get crap done. Yeah. Um, but if you left your car in the street, they're gonna plow over you. You know, I mean, it's just this visual of they will accomplish that no matter who they hurt or no matter what happens. And so, in certain areas of my life, I'm a three. But there's a a, a couple areas. Well, I'll just say my family. Mm-hmm. I've discovered I'm more of an eight. And so, so that would be your wing, as they, they like no, to say. No, it's not a wing. It's not a wing. wing would, I'm a three, two. I don't know two all the wing. I'm not, yeah. I'm not into it. Like oh, sorry. I went too deep for you. No, you're good. Explain I'm a three it. and I'm, he's a three. Yeah. Yep. There you, you can, go. You can explain it. It's fine. There's people out there listening and probably going, man, this is great. Yeah. If you haven't taken the Enneagram, I, Enneagram test, I highly yeah. recommend it. And then read. Uh, what's that one book that everybody reads? It's The Road Back, the Road Back to You. That's a great um, step into it. So, yeah, another good book is um, Discernment Through the Enneagram. I read that. That is a, that was probably the most spiritually altering Enneagram book I've ever read. Who wrote, who wrote that? I have no idea. Who wasn't Richard Rohr? He never no, remembers that. He's not Rohr. I've read some of his stuff. Yeah. This one is, um, in fact, the discernment one is where I got the phrase Salvatore Ambulando, which is the Latin phrase. It's solved in the journey. Yeah. And that just, that was like, oh my gosh. Anyway, so he's a three. I'm three. a three. Three. Yep. You're a nine. I'm a nine. Carson, you're a. I'm a three. You're a three. Yeah. Carson's I'm a, a, Carson's is a, a ten. Requirement he's a devil's pastors. numbers. That's hey man. You know, there's always got to be one. There's yeah. more pastors that are threes. Yeah. 
But there's more presidents that are nines. Hey, there you go. Peacemakers. You know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Peacemakers. What are you, Jackie? Ooh, that's a bait. You're a girl. <laughs> You're two. You love people. You're such a lover of people. Yep. And this, my lovely wife is a one. She's a one all day long. Perfectionist. Uh, what's your favorite movie? Tombstone. Ooh, that's a good nice. That's a yeah. great answer. Yeah. All time again. favorite movie. Do you have a nickname? I do not. Uh, Big Turns. Big Turns. Big yeah. Turns. Got that in college. Yep. Yep. My son has now stolen it, and now it's his gamer tag for everything. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm the original. <laughs> and he's like, no, Dad, I took it. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Ooh. There you go. Yeah, just to like kind of stick it to him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's like when you have like the like the the number in baseball in like little league in high yep. school and your your kid takes it to you. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he that's his gamer tag now for all nice. his online gaming. Yep. I've uh, called you JT a couple of times. Yeah, JT. Yep, that's that's about it. Really trying to get White Wolf to stick though. White I mean, Wolf, if we could bring Wolf. back, I'll, I'll help you with that. You okay. Yeah. White Wolf. Just randomly start calling me that. And be like, what the heck? <laughs> we'll be on a Zoom call. Hey, White Wolf. What do you think about and that? And I just respond, but we never explain it. We never, we never explain it to anybody. You just start no, calling no, me no, White Wolf. So, <laughs> change you in my phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. I live in Atlanta. If you don't drink Coke in Atlanta, yeah, they, you have to, you're going right? to hell. Yeah, they throw rocks at you. So I used to I used to work at SunTrust Bank, which is yeah, housed in Atlanta. Yeah, and that was always like the thing, like oh, Coke, the original Coca Cola. Oh yeah, recipe is in the vault in SunTrust Bank or whatever. It was so, like yeah, whatever, whatever, that's fine. And and we were now another myth was that we were not allowed to have any other product other than coke on our like desk or, or out present so really i'm a pepsi guy so i would always have to have my i don't know i never believed it we did it anyway pepsi pepsi always tastes like flat coke how to me. dare you it does. it does flat coke how dare you pepsi's horrible uh favorite ice cream flavor uh butter pecan that's a pretty good one but it's uh, pecan no do you say aluminum can or aluminum con <laughs> How do you oh, strike yeah. to the yeah. to the gut? Yeah, how do you handle that? Well done, my I mean, friend. White I mean, Wolf has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hand me that aluminum con. Vanilla yeah. Thunder and White Wolf. Hey, it goes. It goes so well. We should start a gang. <laughs> Get it's like 80s buddy cop movies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the other guys. Yeah, other, that's what we are. The other guy. Mark Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. But we're both Will Ferrell, unfortunately. Oh my god. The FBI it means Butter so many cop. things. What's your favorite action flavor? Vanilla. <laughs> Straight up vanilla. That's where I got my name. Is that where it came from? He used no. to be very, very heavy set. <laughs> he was vanilla ice cream. <laughs> I really do like vanilla. I mean, can't argue. Yeah, you can't I, just, I do like butter, pecan, pecan. <laughs> um, but vanilla is my favorite. That's right. Carson, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, I really like like Rocky Road, but I have to very seldomly eat ice cream because. I'm a, like a lactate allergy. Yeah. Oh, I, you I, really are a millennial, aren't you? you? I know. I eat it. I still eat it, but man, it's like I know. I know the pain's coming, but it's so worth it. Sometimes <laughs> it's worth it. It's just like oh, it is worth it. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, I love this question, uh, and I'm going to ask you, you, you this one again. Uh, if there is one or more praise or worship songs you never want to hear again, what would it be? 
Oh my gosh. Like just throw, put it on the shelf forever. I like, feel like it's so many. I don't know the names of them. That's the problem. But I feel like the first line. there's so many of them right now that you hear every place you ever go um, that you're like, please, God, don't play please, that song again. That off, yeah. Man. Yes. The blessing. Yes. The blessing. Yeah. And I love the, the blessing. So mine is uh, you're a good, good father. Oh, yeah. It's who you are. Oh, I hate that. I'm sorry. That song is not 10, my favorite. Reasons and one. ten thousand reasons yeah. is my yeah. other one. Yeah, those. I, I don't know, man. There's so many of them. Where I'm just like, like when I go to listen to Spotify worship, I try to go find like the most random, obscure. <laughs> I've never heard this song before. Listen to it. A lot of the stuff too. I can't stand are the ones that just go into like um, prophetic singing, mm-hmm. and then they're just saying the random spontaneous worship. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, I don't. What is happening right now? <laughs> Like this song is fifteen minutes long. Some of them get like even the long. Lord's like, all right, <laughs> calm, calm down. Like, about sung my stay angels. away from yeah, all yeah. Maverick City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, yeah, out, yeah. So I, I, I'm kind of the same way. Like yeah. those songs because it's like here they go. Like the, it's like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, 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 yep. bridge, 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 chorus again, chorus again, bridge, bridge, bridge. Yeah, it's like oh okay, yeah. all right. Just, my son is so funny. All his friends. Yeah, I mean you you remember how it is like when you first get saved, you know I've had this conversation. You're just on fire. Like you just can listen to worship music all the time. And it's like the like Jason. You remember Jason Upton oh, yeah. back oh, in the day? Yeah. Speaking in tongues halfway through every song he was saying. And Kim Walker's laughing in all her songs. And and my son gets in the car. And I, I like my favorite musician is Johnny Cash. And so we get in the car and we're driving. I put on some Johnny Cash. And my son goes, Thank the Lord that you're not listening to worship music. He goes, My friends listened to an hour and a half last night. He goes, I, just, I go, What'd you do? He goes, I just sat there. He goes, I'm good after like 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, I get it, kid. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? That was their hangout. Yeah. yeah he goes, and he goes, and they're just, and he goes, and it's all like the spot. And he's a musician too. So when it gets all spontaneous and he can't, he's just like, and then they get off beat and then they're trying to, and I'm like, I get it, dude. I get it. <laughs> so yeah. I think if you're in that setting and like, yeah, it's, it's, def- it's so different good. when it's there. Yeah. You're yeah. It's so good. But to listen to it, yeah. you know, I, I can't. Yeah, I can't. Sometimes, Carlos, I can't. Yeah, I I love old school hymns though. I do, man. My wife is over there celebrating. I do. I love my one of my favorite worship song of all time is "Come Thou Fount." Yes, great song. I have a David Crowder originally. I was. I have a a tattoo on my other arm of a compass that says "Prone to Wander" from that verse. Look at there. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't peg me as a. Is a hymns guy. No. no, you went from Johnny Cash to Come Thou Fountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fountain's not even a full word. It's like mm-hmm. fountain, but yeah. What was the music scene of the Methodist Church you were at? Uh, stanzas one and three, never two and four. <laughs> Why is that? Church of God was that way too. I don't know. What's and, wrong with two and, and four? An or- and an organ player that like you didn't know if she was going to make it through the entire song. <laughs> you know what I mean? She looks like she's got one foot yeah. next to death. And it's yeah. like, Oh, please honey, yeah. don't fall out. Yeah. Not now. Not now. Finish the third stanza. <laughs> I don't know if it made it too long. I don't know. We always did verses one and four. Yeah. I mean, one and three, never. Two it's like we four. just picked our favorite stanzas. Kind of like people do with the Bible and their favorite scriptures. See what I did there? Jesus oh, juke. Jesus. Oh my gosh. I Jesus love that term so much. Jesus juke. Oh, that's one of my favorite things in the world. Um, that is it for the lightning round, but we have a bonus round. Oh my guys. gosh. Oh. We have, I've been waiting. I've been saving this for a while. And uh, is this going to be a little of this or that 
And this or that. I'm going to give you a line. It's either going to be a line of scripture or a music lyric. Oh, God, you're going to make me it's, look. This is either going to be Taylor Swift or the Book of Lamentations. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and this is coming Here's out of the thing. translation. I like, know neither. <laughs> uh, Lamentations so much, yes. or Taylor Swift. That's right. So message I'm translation. Gonna you, message I'm going to give you the line, and I'm going to let you guess, and I'll give you the answer. Those of you at home or in your car, at work, wherever you listen to, you can play along if you want to. So here we go. Carlos, I'm intrigued. Well done, my friend. Oh, so much fun. I remember it all. Oh, how well I remember the feeling of hitting the bottom. Oh, I know what that is. Lamentations 33. There's not 33 chapters in Lamentations. Is there not? You sure? Pretty sure. I could be wrong. I'm going, la- I'm going Lamentations. You're going to go Lamentations. Yeah. I'm g- hold on. I want to look at it because I think I know what verse it is. I know what chapter it is, I think. He I'm, literally just said he doesn't know Lamentations, and then he just like, like quotes the, a chapter, yeah. like chapter. Um, oh, hit bottom. I'm going to say, uh, la- I'm going to go with Lamentations, yeah, Lamentations. as well. There's yeah. only five chapters. Where did I say 33 yeah. from? I'm thinking of the second book of Hesitations. I, 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 knew, I knew that I knew it wasn't Hezekiah. that long because of a skit guy skit. Remember the skit guys? I did. Yeah. Oh my and gosh. it was the, was it the God's chisel? And he was like, you know, why is there only five chapters in Lamentations? He goes, I was done I was, lamenting. I was done lamenting. That was the <laughs> joke. 33. I was sad they passed away too. They didn't pass away. Oh, they didn't? No. Still going. I heard it on a podcast. You're starting rumors. <laughs> they OD'd with Carmen. <laughs> Good callback. There you go. Uh, that is from the Book of Lamentations. Yes. What, what, what chapters? I that? don't have. That's the only problem oh is the gosh, resource I got it from did not now. give me the, uh, the scripture. Three. Um, okay, all right. I can't look at it now. All right. uh, number two. Have you ever seen anything like this? Ever seen pain like my pain? Seen what he did to me? Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm going to go Taylor Swift on that one. That's the Book of Lamentations. No! Yes, so uh, number three. Um, this is ran- just your way to make us look like idiots. Oh, my gosh. That's all <laughs> this good, is. Though. I said 33 chapters in the Book of Lamentations. <laughs> you did. There's five. <laughs> I'll be preaching on this Sunday. Right? <laughs> Out of, out of the book of Lamentations, chapter six. No, Lamentations 33, uh, <laughs> verse five. Like, oh. This is going to drive me crazy now. You said 33. I was like, I don't think there's 33. I think chapters. I may be thinking verse 33. I'm just trying to salvage myself at this point. Save it. But now you're cheating because you actually are holding it's a not mobile like, device. It's not like your... I'm going to run across the exact verse he's That's reading. True. That's true. But if All, I right. Do, All right. All uh, right. Number three. It rains when you're here and it rains when you're gone. No, that's Taylor Swift. That's mushy. Gotta be Lamentations. You're going Lamentations on that one. Oh, I'm yeah. going Taylor Swift. Taylor. Taylor. Swift. It's Taylor Swift. Whoop, whoop. Dang it. Uh, long were the nights when my days once revolved around you. Lamentations. Lamentations. I'm going to go T-Swift. It's Taylor Swift. No yes. way. Read that again. <laughs> so poetic. Swizzle for the win. So poetic. Long, uh, I'll read it again. Long were the nights when my days once revolved around you. That's Lamentations yeah. chapter 7, that- verse 9. <laughs> I was reading that this week. Yeah, you highlighted I can't find that. It's going to drive me nuts now. Yeah. Uh, walls of insecurity, shifting eyes, and vacancy vanished when I saw your face. Taylor Swift. Vacancy vanished when I saw your face, Taylor Swift. Limitations. It's Taylor Swift. Dang it. Yeah. All right. I thought what the message um, translation would be. Yeah. Off, you know. I weep, weep buckets of tears, and not a soul within miles around cares. Lamentations. Lamentations. Yeah, Lamentations. Lamentations. All right, number seven. I gave up on life altogether. I've forgotten what the good life is like. Lamentations. Lamentations. 
Taylor Swift. Lamentations. Dang it. You're just trying to go against us, know, aren't you? Just, well, right. it's like it's the it's the youth pastor versus the pastor. So this is where it Listen, gets like I said there's 33 chapters of Lamentations. <laughs> you win. Everybody wins but me. I wasn't even a little close. <laughs> You know what I mean? You say like missed it by that six, much. Six no, I think it was a limitation. Six, no, thirty-three. <laughs> dog. Those are on the new Dead Sea Scrolls. I just oh said. my gosh! <laughs> yeah, on the the metal. Yeah, the metal, that's, the that's metal on the side. Found. And the little pictures. Those, yeah, those are thirty-three. That's right? where they got the graphic yeah. novel, the action bible. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness! Uh, let me see. Did you have to do this? I was thinking that you could be trusted. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes. Uh, number nine, like shadows in a faded light. Oh, we're invisible. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. We've been to hell and back. We've nowhere to turn, nowhere to go. Rivers of tears pour from my eyes. Lamentations. Yeah, lamentations. Taylor Swift. That's lamentations. Dang it. I was trying to go lamentations three. 33. Oh. Uh, so I do redeem okay. myself a little. That's it's highlighted. See, that's good. my. Everything the only reason I knew that is because, except for 33 chapters, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, th- this is one of the scriptures my father-in-law gave us uh, when our daughter was born that was hanging in her NICU. So that's oh. the only reason when you said that, I was like, oh, I kind of know that verse. Yeah. So, so you cheated from historical backing. I cheated because the word is hidden in my heart. Uh, Not the chapters, just the word. <laughs> Chapter verse came later anyway. Yeah, so. I don't, I don't like that anyway. Well, that's, see, that's the fun thing about Pastor Craig here is like he'll he can like give a scripture out. And he's like, yeah, it's somewhere. It's yeah, somewhere I'm the same there. way. Obviously, I'm the same. My one of my mentors, Pastor Andrew in Florida. Yeah, he is the exact opposite. You could say Matthew nine verse twelve, and he'll oh that says, and he'll quote it. And I mean, he's wow. just. I saw Larry Stockstill do that from a stage. He had people calling it out. It was an art conference. He had people calling out scripture chapters, and he'd be like, this is what that chapter is about. And someone screamed out Old Testament, and he goes, hey, let's stay in the New Testament, but this is what's in the Old Testament. And he does it, and I was like, gangster. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> He is. Golly. Ooh. No, yeah. I can't remember any of it. So. Uh, see the vultures circling dark clouds. Love's a fragile little flame. It could burn out. I think that's in Matthew, isn't it? Taylor Swift. about the vulture. That is Taylor Swift, but it's anyway. I'm gonna go Taylor Swift. Limitations. Taylor Swift. Dang. I need some of these songs to connect to this because I've listened to most of T Swizzle. Yeah. You have once again go stand in the parking lot. <laughs> I have no shame for who with, I am. With Creed that's, that's and Taylor his, Swift. That's on his like Spotify playlist. Yeah. Creed and Taylor Swift. Hey man, that's yeah. everyone has a, everybody has a guilty pleasure. Okay. <laughs> it should never be Creed. <laughs> Look, you, you or Taylor Swift, saved. unless you're a 13 year old girl. Look up Carmen. You need to be saved. Just oh, yeah. That's not going to help. That's not going to help. <laughs> <laughs> he OD'd. Hey, you Satan bite the dust is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you hear about the skit guys? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was just thinking about that. I love that. <laughs> you referenced the skit guys. That goes, yeah, I heard they died too. <laughs> what? I was like, wait a minute. I saw like a Facebook post the other day. They're still doing so. I think you were talking about their career. Oh, oh, too soon. Oh, too soon? Hey, man. Oh, sorry. Come on. They're still putting out new stuff. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I used, I love, you know. Like, I haven't heard to defend themselves. That's old, wrong. That's so good. In my old church, yeah. like, I was over the drama team. Like, yeah. I started the drama team. And we used, like, like that was, like, one of my recent. Oh, I had, like, I had oh, their, their books. Yeah, I had their so skate good. guys books. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyway. How, oh, 
my gosh. All right, here we sorry. go. Keep going. You'll find out what it's like to I'm sorry, let me start that again. You'll find out what it's like to get drunk and wake up with nothing. Lamentations. Taylor Swift. Lamentations. Lamentations. Damn. Yes. Boom. Dang. Time turns flames to em- to embers. Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm gonna go Taylor Swift on that one. You know, I'm gonna step I'm gonna go. You know, I'm going to go Lamentations. It's Taylor Swift. Yeah. There we go. All right. Back last hockey. one. These walls that they put up to hold us back when we'll fall down. The time will come for us to finally win. And we'll sing. Hallelujah. We'll sing. Hallelujah. Lamentations. Yeah, I think he's trying to trick Taylor us. Swift. I'm going to go Taylor Swift. It's Taylor Swift. Dang yeah, it. I knew it. I knew that was too much hallelujah in there. <sighs> There's yeah. not hallelujah in yeah, Not, not a lot of hallelujah. A little spontaneous yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Thank you so much, uh, Josh. What are you currently loving? Oh man, we just bought a new house, awesome. so I love living in that house with my family. And we we got it uh, so my daughter has enough room, and she's got a big power wheelchair. She drives, so she just destroys all of our furniture and walls with it. Um, but seeing her, she calls. We have this one long hallway. She calls the highway, and you can just hear that wheelchair get up to full speed. And we <laughs> we, and then it sounds like a NASCAR race going around the corner. <laughs> so. And he's here. Go sorry. <laughs> she hits walls. Oh my god. Yeah, but loving that. That's awesome. What are you loving? I am currently loving having Josh in town. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Good times. Good times. Carson. Oh me, man. Yeah. I have, Creed. I have, Creed. Hey, every yes. day. New Creed album came uh, out. I'm really excited that I'm going to have a couple of weekends coming up where I'll be able to dive into my car and start fixing it. So. I was like, "What's in the car?" You're I, have a, I have a 1976 Cobra that I've been. Oh my gosh! Slowly restoring that. Was okay, dude, you can come back inside from the parking lot. Thanks, now. man. Yeah, I appreciate. Oh, it is yeah. a Cobra too. It so a, yeah, it's all right. It has a Creek cassette tape though. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does have a Creek yeah, cassette. Yeah. When you close the door, the honk, the horn honks. It's, like <laughs> it's, really, it's just the. That's all it is for the horn. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I'm working on that. With that, was, that, was that was good. That was really funny. Oh, God, if you get a Creed horn, oh. hey man, with a Tesla you can program it to do anything. So you could do that. You could have it do bass lines. Oh, it has to be like, can you take me? Like, can you take me high? Can that you imagine being in the car in front of that car and that car honks at you? And you're like Scott Stapp. Like <laughs> he's here. He's here. He's here. Uh, I yeah, that is so good. Yeah, found Scott. <laughs> what do you love? He's still waiting for you to call him. No, That's what it is. Yeah. We're not yeah. there anymore. Uh, I'm currently, I'm actually currently loving uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, dude. Watched about, it this morning. Did you watch yeah, last, watched yesterday's it. episode? Yep. Watched oh, it this morning. Goodness. Yeah. Of course, they left us hanging. Yeah. Always. I mean, I, I, Craig and I are talking about, I love all comic book, Marvel, yes. like, you know, I like hunting and fishing, but also a good Batman comic. All right. <laughs> so, I like to keep people guessing. Falcon and Winter Soldier? Uh-uh. Oh, my goodness. It's really good, man. Did you watch WandaVision? Yes. That was fantastic. awesome. That was that was probably one of the better shows. Yeah. The way they did it, was I thought, was so brilliant. Yeah. So Everybody was trying to was give up in the beginning. Of, I did. Oh, I watched the first going. episode, and I was like, this is terrible. And then I kept seeing things. I was like, but the way they did it was yeah. really brilliant. That was really cool. Marvel does everything with excellence. It's so good. You're nodding, Jackie. Did you like WandaVision? It's awesome. Yeah, they were super hard to get through. Yeah, because you had no idea what was going on. You, you'd like it. The first two are hard, but you realize there's more to the story. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. Everything, I mean, everything Marvel does is just. Yeah. I feel like like they just have a plan. They planned it completely out so that it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's all going to be good at the end. 
Um, well, thank you so much for joining us all. Hey, everybody, don't forget to check out all this. Check us out all on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, and our new app. As that phone rings, that's all right. Uh, thank you all for joining us today. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Share us with all your friends, please. Give us that five-star rating, and we will be back soon with another great episode. Yeah, that phone going off was actually an update from the app. Is that what it was? Reminding us that Josh is preaching Man. this Sunday. <laughs> it was a Teams connecting as well, right? Mm, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was all that. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you so much. Burp, burp, burp.